Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still moving through the book of Job, looking at chapter 6, verses 1 through 7, and I'm going to continue to use the uh, New Living Translation for this uh, chapter, and it reads, Then Job spoke again, If my misery could be weighed, and my troubles be put on the scales, they would outweigh all the sands of the sea. This is why I spoke impulsively, for the Almighty has struck me down with his arrows. Their poison infects my spirits. God's terrors are lined against me. Don't I have a right to complain? Don't wild donkeys bray? When they have, when they find no grass and oxen bellow when they have no food? Don't people complain about unsalted food? Does anyone want the tasteless white of an egg? My appetite disappears when I look at it. I gag at the thought of eating it. Again, this is Job chapter 6, verses 1 through 7 in the New Living Translation, which titles this Job's Second Speech, A Response to Eliphaz. And the commentary titles it, Job Replies to Eliphaz. What does your arguing prove? Again, I'll be back to share insights from the commentaries and we'll end with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 6, verses 1 through 7 in the New Living uh, Translation. And chapters 6 and 7 will be Job's response to Eliphaz. In this section, uh, verses 1 through 13, he's going to lament his afflictions. And verses 1 through 7, which is what we're sharing today, Job explains his rash words. Job is not convinced by all that Eliphaz had to say, and he continues to justify himself in his complaints and condemns Eliphaz for the weakness of his arguments. Remember, Eliphaz is saying, Job, you have done something. There is no reason that God would take everything from you if you had not done something that displeased him. And Job is steadfast in what he's saying also that I've lived upright. I've done everything God wanted me to do. So I don't understand what's going on. Um, In response to uh, Eliphaz's statement um, that vexation slays a fool, Job acknowledges his vexation. But he will not say that he's a fool because, of course, he's not. Remember, in the Old Testament, you look at fools and you look at the fact that most of the time they uh, bec- they come to poverty because they ignore God. 
So Job is saying, I haven't been a fool. God didn't strip me of all that I love because I was being foolish. So he says, yes, I am angry. I am vexed, but it's not because I've been a fool. He acknowledges that he is vexed. And then Job uses the image of the scale to express his burden so that we can understand the burden of his suffering. And if you think about the scale, you have two trays balanced on each side with a pole in the center, and that forms the scale. And you would put Job on one side with his misery and anguish and the sands of the sea on the other side. And he says that his misery and anguish would even outweigh that. The first time Job uh, names God as the cause of his suffering is in, um, in this chapter, which he will repeat throughout his speech. And Job uses examples from the animal world to illustrate the, valid the validity of his complaint. He said, just as an animal doesn't cry if it's not hungry, then he wouldn't if God was, you know, he wouldn't have a reason to lament if things weren't wrong. And I thank God that he allows us to express our deep heartfelt cry. I thank God that he hears our cries. I thank God that we serve a God that we can come to and bring our, the most, you know, our hurts, our pain, our anguish. I thank God that we can do that. And Job says that every, if everything was going all right, I wouldn't have a reason to lament. But I have a reason because I've lost everything. And J. Campbell Morgan said, the whale is always evidence of a want. And think about a crying child also. That child is happy and satisfied. That baby is happy and satisfied as long as its, it's, its belly is full. Or as long as uh, mom or dad are somewhere close by. But when there's a need or a want, then the baby cries. So uh, the wail is always, the cry is always evident of a want. Job likens his, his suffering to an inedible, inedible meal. And you think about eating the white of an egg. And I know some people do for health reasons, but it has no taste. And he says the meal that God has served him is too difficult to swallow. And not only is it too difficult to swallow, he would even refuse to touch it if he was given the choice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you as we go through the book of Job, as we explore uh, even anguish, human anguish, that yes, God, we do have times when we cry out to you in anguish. And God, we thank you that you are a God who hears. You're a God who listens. You're a God who comforts. It may not come immediately. It may not come tomorrow. But God, we know that the comfort will come. The pain will be healed. That wail, will, the, the, uh, the needs of that wail, the cry, will be met. And we thank you for that. God bless those who need you in a special way. You know what all the special needs and wants and cares are. And God, we're casting all of our cares upon you at this time. And we're thanking you in advance for answers to our cares. Thanks for, the, for healing and your healing touch on so many. Thank you for comforting the heart of so many who are mourning. 
Thank you for blessing the lives of those who've lost everything that you're uh, slowly giving back and restoring the things they need. We thank you, God. We thank you as our economy comes back, as people are going back to work, as children are going back to school. Protect them, Father. They'll go back in many instances next week. Protect them. Protect the teachers. Protect everyone who has anything to do with them, their parents, the administrators, teachers, bus drivers, cafeteria people, custodians. So many people have care for our children. Bless and keep all of them in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you in advance. Thank you. Praise you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.